You're listening to the premier automotive and lifestyle podcast with Mark Anthony Murray and Sean Rosa. This is Through the Apex. Welcome to the number one automotive podcast in all of the world. This is Through the Apex. I am Sean Rosa and I'm joined here by the birthday boy, Mr. Oh, Machine Game, the Motorhead, Mr. Kid Cullinan himself. It's my new handle. I'm about to change them all to that. Kid Cullinan. Ever yeah. since ever since that 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 truck has changed my life. The Cullinan Kid. It's just they released it my birthday week and that's or well the week after before. The Diamond Boy. The birthday month. <laughs> the Diamond Boy. About I, can to go just, by. I can keep going on with monikers to give you. I'm just going to buy all the Diamond Supply Co. crap that all the hipsters buy. <laughs> I used to be wear that way back. Oh, it's cool then. Way back. No, no. I don't know. It's not cool anymore. It's not cool anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome, Mark Anthony Murray. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for the birthday wishes. I had a fantastic time uh, with Sean and uh, George and uh, Marv and all the ladies in the Beard Gang. Yes. Not the ladies in the beard gang, but the the lady the beard, beard gang. gang. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was like talking about my not my just refusal and struggle to just grow facial hair, and it's just kind of like <laughs> I'll, I'll get there eventually. It, you know what? But you know, some people yeah, it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Like yeah. I'm like I, my nephew. He like he always <laughs> wants to get sorry. <laughs> Uh, he he always wants to talk. He always talks about like getting tattoos and piercings right. and stuff. Like, bro, like you have a classic look. You're clean. Just leave right. it alone. You're yeah. fine. It works for people like that. Some people, some people you some people can get away with it. Some people it's too much. Just leave mm-hmm. it alone. So mm-hmm. you're good without a beard. It's all good, bro. True. I'll, I'll stay without the beard then. I have the tattoos and some piercings. So. There you go. So there you're fine. Go. You got right. enough edge to you. That's true. You're the Cullinan kid. The Cullinan kid. The Diamond Boy. The Culinary Man. The Culinary. <laughs> <laughs> that name is so easy to like mess up and botch and it's like benedict cumberbatch <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna say some of the ones that they <laughs> oh no 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 we won't we won't eileen threatened us before she we left. did and you know what it um it just makes for a harder edit anytime we say anything foul i know um more bleeps to pass around uh you or are this. listening to through the apex we are back again consistently this time with our our second attempt our at a second streak. our second week in a row on ex- <laughs> on a, a episode with 16 right 16 yeah 16 16 sweet, sweet 16. 16 hey <laughs> hey summer 16 um that was two years ago and i feel old instantly boy oh boy <laughs> drake theme plays which one? He's got like so many records right now. Summer it's 16. Incredible. Incredible. I, I wish I could drop, play Summer 16 on this. We'll get this thing snatched off the internet so quick. I know, right? <laughs> snatched off or co-signed. Ah, uh, man. So uh, you've been celebrating a birthday for the last few days. Um, anything else new with you? What's going on in your life? I'll be starting up a new role, actually. That's right. Yeah. Huge news. Uh, I got a... I didn't uh, say anything yesterday because I don't know who you told and I didn't know... Yeah. I wanted to every, do cheers to that, but I didn't want to put you Oh, no, for there. sure. Everybody at the table knew because those are like close fam and right. stuff like that. Um, I actually have family that doesn't know, so if they don't listen to this, they probably won't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, You're yeah. here first, guys. Exactly. It's just... It's been been long overdue for a change and I'm... I don't hate... Like, I don't hate working a nine to five and I don't hate contributing to you know a greater cause but it's got to be on the terms of everybody being on the same page right like i'm not into the rat race the hamster wheel type thing so it's a much smaller organization <clears throat> excuse me i'll actually be uh part of a software development team uh analyzing the uh, master repository database for a federal agency i'm in clearance processes so i can't tell you anything else other than that confidential but sean knows and everybody who's important knows but i don't know like if there's enemies of the state it'll be that's funny on through the podcasts <laughs> uh, radio waves so that's awesome man congratulations <laughs> Thank you. it is truly mark anthony week man this is it's because it's, it's usually week. sean week because you can barely get a hold of this guy nah man nah nah, nah. it's um it's sean month I'm, I'm just trying to get sleep wherever i whenever i can <laughs> I lit- again, I just like last Get you week, an autonomous driving car. You can catch up on it in between. I, I would not have one. It would kill me. <laughs> it would murder me. I can't. I Inten- can't. Intentionally. I don't, yeah. I don't want to be murdered by a car. That's the last thing. 
That's that's great though, man. That's awesome, Thanks, man. man. It's funny because I think just a couple of weeks, literally this last week, we were talking about it, and mm-hmm. you referred to it as a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Monday after, yeah, I got um, the I got the call. That was and the it. email. Yeah. Oh, because it, yeah, it was talking about how I'd rather work with carpenter bees instead of the people that I work <laughs> with because they're smarter than the humans that I deal with. Exactly. And that won't be the case anymore. Right. Right. Good but stuff, yeah. man. Thanks, that's man. Good stuff. What about you? More. Uh, more. I can't even ask like what you do because you just do everything. Um, <laughs> so how about what haven't you done? <laughs> um, it's funny because people always have that reaction, and like I, I mean it, it's it's just a lot of things, you know. I, mm. I I'm Jamaican without being a Jamaican, you know what I mean? Just a man <laughs> of many jobs. But um, no, actually, this uh, tonight, this evening, uh, we're recording this on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, but of course, by the time you hear this, Mark Anthony week will be finished and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the weekend will be done. Oh, who knows? He might extend to two weeks. I, I know he doesn't. He's not a. He doesn't do that for his birthday. But oh yeah, maybe I will some people do. Stretches into Memorial Day. Hey, dog. Might as well. So, might as, might well. as well. Let's do that. We'll do that. <laughs> That'll work. It's still this week, guys. Real time. All of May. Just Mark Anthony. <laughs> um, no, I um, I I actually by the time you hear this uh, later tonight, I'll be attending a uh, premiere for uh, a short film that we just did a couple mm. weeks ago um, for the 48-hour film challenge. So we're going to premiere slash screening for that tonight, which is really exciting. I haven't seen it. No, we haven't released it to anybody. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, we're going about this the right way where it's like we are <laughs> – we have a trailer ready. Yeah. We have um, – we're just putting it out uh, slowly. That's great. And uh, we're going to try to do the festivals with it before we is actually this the release one that it. This isn't your... This isn't uh, my big one. So uh, my team at work, we did something unrelated to work. Um, where we, we clarify <laughs> this that. This is a support quickly. group. This is a support group plus. Like It's like uh, a lot of us <laughs> creatives at work, we were like, right. hey, there's a 48-hour film challenge where you have to write, shoot, and edit it, everything in 48 hours. Um, mm. So we got a whole team together and we did that. And uh, it came out really, really good. It's like, oh, cool. really awesome. Yeah. Uh, working with some fantastic people. I got to be the director of photography, which is my specialty. Sure. Uh, and I got to work with the great director, uh, Ose, who's fantastic. The editor, mm. uh, Brian Barber and uh, Jamie Fain, second editor and producer, Angela Harper. And everybody, even Eileen helped on the film, too. Wow. Uh, she, um, That's great. It was just, I mean, we, had, we were deep, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had probably... Man, I don't know, eight to twelve people, which isn't deep as far as um, in film standards, because right. it's obviously deeper. Talking about forty, sixty people teams yeah. on the set, um, but we had a set. We had uh, we had real actors mm. and actresses, which was fantastic. Mm. Um, so I'm excited. It's going to be the second time I'll have something. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to that. Played at really the AFI Theater, so I'm excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right down the street. Right down the street, man. Wow, it's nice Silver to Theater. the Silver Theater. It's yeah. cool to have. Uh, there's no, nothing greater than being able to see your film at a, in a theater. And, uh, but even more for me, being a Maryland boy, being a Silver Spring person, born and raised, uh, to have it played at the Silver Theater. Uh, surreal, it means a lot, man. man. That's been, that building, that establishment has been here forever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So. And, and it's funny because there's a lot of people that live here and will pass it all the time but never go into it because they primarily show a lot of independent films. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Or know. they're just going to, is Majestic still here? Right? Well, yeah, they'll go to Majestic. Everyone goes well, to Majestic yeah, that's because that's the blockbuster theater. stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so people know about it. And the it's smart people go to AFI. Hey, I'm not trying to say... Who's smart and not, but hey man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We <laughs> there's some good films that uh there's some good Hollywood blockbusters. Like we saw a Quiet Place with John Krasinski, who's oh, yeah. um so part dope. of the office. Did you see that movie? No, I didn't. You'd love I've it. been wanting to see. He's uh, dope. He's, he's really good. Yeah. Great movie, great film. I mean, that was a pretty big uh budget film. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, but we try to go out and see some indie films from time to time. Truth be told, I'm in the industry and I am so bad at watching movies. Uh, I just, I mean, you don't have any, it's time, hard, bro. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and like, I have a movie pass where I can literally go see up to one movie for free every day of the month. Whoa. Uh, for $10 a month. Uh, and I, I've, I've only used it once and I've had it since, <laughs> I've had it since December. Oh God. <laughs> so. $50. Yeah. Just, $50 is not even a $50 worth of movies. Really. I, and I haven't even, yeah. So well, that's my life. You still have time. Maybe later this summer or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm gonna try to. That's that's always the goal. But um mm. yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh getting ready for Memorial Day weekend and uh we we will be uh, I guess we could pivot into to cars briefly before we head into the news section. But um 
We're going to be test driving some Golf R's later this week, which is exciting. Yeah, I'm um, really looking forward to that. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that should be a lot of looking fun. Looking forward to a friendly clutch. Yes, yes. You know, not saying my clutches aren't friendly. They just require sheer skill and determination to wield determination. properly. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Initial D, that uh, that one character, his name is Godfoot. Oh, yeah. Because um, he was like a beast. I think he, I think, I think he drove a Skyline. Uh, uh. Um, but like that, he was just, his clutch foot was just so just great. Freaking Michael Jackson in the car. Yeah, dog. Footwork. <laughs> just, oh my gosh, bro. Um, oh, another thing that I that I briefly related to cars and cinema, like linking them together. Uh, a movie that I saw twice in about a day and a half, and I told you about it. Oh, I'll yeah. tell the listeners now. It's a Netflix original called Wheelman. Wheelman. Uh, and it's maybe reminiscent of Baby Driver uh, in a sense, but it's literally just a gentleman who, by night, is a getaway driver for robberies and crimes. That's awesome. I love Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's contracted by the mob, and just what I liked about it was the cinematography aspect of such limited shots. Yeah. Literally just mountings on the vehicle, no advanced drone work, nothing related to uh, a third, I guess, a third car party, a third party filming car chases. Everything is just done yeah. either in one position or the other. Right. Uh, very, very, very good dialogue. Everything was just awesome about that that's film. Awesome. It's about 70 minutes long. It felt like it lasted seven. Wow. Like, that's how good the film was. It just sucks you in. Yeah. And they have really, really dope. There's only two vehicles in there that really take the take a lot of the brunt of the uh the attention both of which are german nice uh and one which i was able to identify immediately even though they never actually showed the exterior of the car the whole really time. yeah it's very, very really good. cool yeah really but. cool um it's funny you mentioned just like it's like one thing that always always fascinates me about um action films with a lot of car stunts and scenes like that or even just like something as simple as top gear or mm-hmm freaking jay leno jay leno's garage where mm-hmm. there's not a lot of high speed stuff happening it's just like a lot of conversation and profile mm-hmm. of the car is how they use other vehicles to film oh, um yeah. you know those scenes and i think um bbc america's top gear mm-hmm. like the the most recent reboot they did um they actually showed i think it was a lamborghini huracan that has a uh, motorizing oh, jib attached the to the black trunk. one. Yeah, a drive tribe also had posted that too. It's incredible, well. man. And that's like, come on, man. like, and I think is <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. I don't know what would be the harder job to drive with such a contraption on top of in front because you have to imagine like any supercar really has um they don't really have the most visible. Mm-hmm. cockpit like it's pretty clustered and like mm-hmm. it's very it's very sporty for sure you know so your your roof line's low like you those are the things we we take for granted because you know even i mean you drive a very sporty obviously uh super sedan with mm-hmm. the m3 but uh i mean it's still a functional everyday vehicle oh yeah it's supposed to, there's people that drive theirs daily right you know so to, to think that like to have to drive a, a hurricane like that and then have a massive motorized gimbal attached. It's like, I don't know the gimbal operator or the, the jib operator or the, uh, the audio uh, the, too must be pretty. Oh difficult my gosh. To, yeah. Cause it's like, what did you take the V 10 out of the hurricane? You know? Yeah. I mean? Cause that's, like, I mean, that's a loud You literally have to cut too. the mics on everything yeah. within a, a mile of the hurricane. Otherwise. Well, I think they, um, I think what they do, it's, I mean, I, I gotta imagine it uh, from what they showed. It's like, uh, if they're shooting one car, Mm. it's like the huracan back there and then there's like they have like an suv of some sorts usually it's like a land rover mm-hmm. or range rover or whatever yeah. and they'll have like the other equipment in there and then of course they, my favorites are like the drone or helicopter shots <laughs> um just super impressive man and what's even more impressive and i'll end with this before we get into news is that like all these things that they've been doing for years to get certain shots you can literally go do with um like I literally, I, I can accomplish those things not as well say, because yeah. I haven't practiced them the way they have. I'm not, mm-hmm. that's not my style, right. but I can accomplish those things and just get a drone operator and we can go shoot a super crazy package for your M3 for sure. And send it to BMW and be like, yo, hire us. You right. I mean? Marketing like, right here. Let, let's show you what real marketing is. Stop right. posting that crap. you're posting. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. But, uh, as always, um, it is time for one of the most, talked about segments in all of automotive podcasting because one thing we love to do every week is bring you 
the top news, according to us at least, in the industry. That means it's the only top news that matters. That's right, because I I really do go through a lot of crap. (laughs) I do. For you, for the fans. I go through a lot of crap to figure out what's going to be worthwhile. And there's a lot of stuff that's like, eh, you know. Yeah. (laughs) So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the news. The news. (laughs) Um... Straight away, Hennessy builds a super Grand Cherokee track hog. They have nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to say that ever since I read that part of the script. Hennessy is just twiddling their thumbs, waiting for... I'm not even... They've, they don't ruin anything, obviously, but just the level of ignorance that this organization is willing to reach to be able to not even just prove a point. It's just like, let's remind you guys... Who the big daddies are in the industry of thousand plus horsepower, anything. You know what I mean? Like, they'll just breathe on something and it'll make 1200. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like, breathe on it. You know what I mean? Like, John just walks past, just looks at something, it just gets 400 more horsepower. Right. He's got like a Harry Potter esque, you know, wand. <laughs> a couple it's flicks of the wrist. Crazy, man. Also, what a great name, John Hennessy. John Hennessy. Like, is that not the most badass? name like nobody can be called that anymore without thinking of the car oh absolutely like if that's your last name i'm thinking or, about the drink in the car or the yeah, yeah let me go to show my brain is <laughs> no, i didn't get drunk enough yesterday <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to hear you wail uh, <laughs> uh it's a whole different topic um original trackhawk has 707 horsepower which is already a monstrosity in itself uh hennessy has managed to up it by uh, 300 or so horsepower to 1,000 horsepower. Man. And the torque has also been up, too. Yes. Looks like, right? Nine, Absolutely. 969. Can you imagine <laughs> just the amount of thrust and just, like, overall G-force from a full stop? I mean, in, a, in, a, in an SUV? In an SUV. It's almost like my thing with SUVs that make this much power, and this is even an issue in some cars, so I would assume that SUVs is also relatively similar, is just like uh, balance transfer and mm-hmm. weight distribution. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of these cars where if the entire suspension components are not reworked, they're literally collapse the suspension. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like the demon that has the priming of the rear suspension to kind of get it into a squat to minimize the uh, yaw Mm -hmm. from the launch, which is how it can basically make a nine second quarter mile in a two second, you know, 60 run. Um, But in an SUV, it's just kind of like I would personally, if this was a truck that I had, I would want suspension reworkings and it would have to come down at least maybe three to four inches and things of that sort to be able to make adequate use of the power because at this point you didn't build this to go off road anymore I no mean, it's it's still got four-wheel drive but that four-wheel drive is so your you know tires don't evaporate before you get to 60 right you know what i mean or exactly. leave the line you know well you mentioned something there well first and foremost uh we can definitely trust in hennessy to be sure that all components are uh compatible with all the new power that they are putting into the vehicles Mm -hmm. but you said a dodge demon doing nine second quarter mile uh just for reference the track hawk or i should say the hennessy super track hawk as i like to call it um (laughs) because what else can you call this thing i did track devil i mean maybe that's actually fits in line with their uh with dodge's branding at least sure Uh, uh, they're doing the quarter mile in 10.7 seconds at 132 miles per hour, zero to 62 in 2.7 seconds. That is incredibly fast for a SUV. For sure. I mean, you want to get groceries, you're getting groceries very quickly. All your groceries, you can probably, you know, make a smoothie. I was going to say. With your, uh, all, the, all your smashed fruits on your, all your the back torque. windows. <laughs> I just put them in the blender and just accelerate. Please pack the eggs safely. Oh lord! <laughs> you know? Put the eggs in the in the regular Jeep Cherokee. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's uh, it's impressive. It's impressive. Um, before we move on, uh, necessary. I mean, is this a, is this something? You know, we've always talked about SUVs and just you know where they're headed in terms of. I mean, let's put it this way: this week alone, I saw a Stovio and a Levante. Um, mm-hmm. Which is obscene to me because it's like, 
I, I think I've seen more Levantes and Stovios that I've seen Julia's and, uh, and Ghibli's. Ghibli's. Yeah. So where are these things coming from, man? <laughs> and not America. only that, to make it even to take a step farther, uh, I've seen more of these than I've seen any of the other brands super SUVs or you know sports SUVs. Rather, mm-hmm. I haven't. I don't see a lot of. Uh, AMG uh, SUVs. Those are really rare. They're the o- very rare. The only that we see are the egg ones, the GLE and the, the GLC yeah. coupes, yeah. Uh, which we see. I've seen plenty of Pl- those. Plenty of there are a lot of those yeah. around. But it also lends to people wanting that look over the canopy mm-hmm. and the practical version. It's like you'll sacrifice practicality to basically have something that looks like a, like a gigantic beetle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's 577 horsepower, bi-turbo, V8. You know what I mean? Like that coupe, actually, I've learned that more than half of the product line for the GLE uh, a, uh, the GLE Coupe is actually an AMG variant. Mm-hmm. So 43, 63, and then I think they have a 500. So I right. think that's the only Mercedes where one of those, two two out of the three, basically 66.6% of the model lineup is the high performance. Right. You know what I mean? And that I think that kind of answers the question of, is it necessary? Because I think the people have spoken with regard to that. They want it. You know, yeah. Which is, um, it's not a bad thing. I think, like, for me, if I'm going to, I feel two ways on it. And, and I'm not going to get 100% into it because, obviously, uh, we'll tease this in a bit. But 66.6%. percent. 66.6? Yeah. I mean, that's just, I just made the joke about two out of three AMGs. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thing is, like, if I'm going to have an SUV... I guess if I'm going to have one, I'd rather have one that's going to be more fun to drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but Like a hatchback. Get a fun hatchback. Don't get a boring one. Exactly. Exactly. Right. right. <laughs> like why? I mean, not, not, no knock against the base golf. I mean, I think the golf is a cool car. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I learned to drive on a base golf uh, way back. Uh, one of the cars I learned how to drive on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's not going to, you know, the GTI or Golf R or the ST and whatever else variants you can have of the base whatever's are always going to be a lot more fun to drive sure. regardless yeah, yeah, yeah. regardless um with that said we could talk about this to exhaustion next week because one of our big topics that we want to tease is we want to hear from you we want to know what super suvs are on the market that you favor what do you love mm-hmm. what do you like what do you hate but what's out there most importantly oh for sure and uh this will be something that kind of restricts you to current times because this is a recent development yep. they've not always been around for a while they are a representation of a very niche group mm-hmm. so this is something that you'll either i kind of feel like people will fall into either one of three camps you know with regard to what's offered yeah uh and i mean the best way I guess once you've done your due diligence and deliberation about what uh, grocery rocket ship you like, <laughs> uh, you can actually send it out to uh, askapexpod at gmail.com. That's like our, our fan interaction email uh, or our IG. I mean, most of the people listening have IGs as well uh, through the underscore apex. Uh, we'll put up a post about that probably early next week as well, probably in, in conjunction with the release of, uh, of this episode. So that way we can start getting some interaction on Facebook as well. But yeah, askapexpod at gmail.com or yeah. through the underscore apex on Twitter and IG. Um, right to us. And we'll also be interacting and prompting for some, for some feedback, you know, during that time. So yeah. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Um, I think it's an interesting segment that's clearly growing. It, it's not going to stop or slow down. Mm-hmm. Um so let's get into it. Let's have fun with it because um, I was at the Volkswagen dealership today and yeah. <laughs> uh, I looked at the, I took my car in for its first service. Happy 10,500 miles uh, yeah. to the Panda. Um, yeah. So we, I don't even know why I call it the Panda. I don't think it's its official name, but <laughs> I don't know. I like it though. You like it? Yeah. It's not Japanese Pendai. though. Pendai. Pendai. GTI. Pentai. That's good. Pentai. Pentai. Now it sounds, sounds like, like some type of weird Asian energy drink oh good i thought you were gonna say that you know hentai oh do we have to bleep we don't have to bleep that that's technically like a genre of something (laughs) 
Let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, it's always got to be. I'm not going to bleep it. I don't think you know. Um, you whispered it low enough. I think we might get away with it. Everybody um, rewinds it now. Future sponsors, please no, disregard. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, who knows? That might be our next wow. future sponsor. Dag Murray. <laughs> Brought okay. to you by um, Dragon Ball. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Always off the rails with this damn show. I swear, 16 episodes going into the damn gutter. Um, yeah, I, I was in the Volkswagen dealership and, um, you know, kind of just waiting for the Uber to pick me up, which he was awful also. Oh, man. Um, That's what. But I'm looking around uh, two developments. First, in terms of the, uh, the SUV conversation, I looked at the Atlas and I got to say for someone that isn't really looking for a SUV anytime soon. Mm-hmm. When I saw the Atlas uh, up closer than I have been and I looked inside and, you know, felt around the interior and stuff, I got to say I was really impressed with it. I love it, man. Yeah. I think it's great. It's a great looking car. And I know, guess what? They're not the only ones that make great SUVs either. So I can easily go to um, like I would definitely look into um, the Grand Cherokee's a car that I like. Um, even even uh, I'm I'm a little unorthodox, but I like the Renegade. Which is a it's a much more compact SUV. Mm-hmm. Um, the Renegade is nice. It is. You also got chased by one. Did you? Oh, I did. I did. You yes. did. Yeah. I, thanks for remembering that. Uh, <laughs> very dangerous time to be alive. Um, but uh, pivoting really quick. Not much news, but I wanted to talk about it because I did get a chance to see the new uh, Volkswagen Jetta, the 2019 Jetta, in person. Mm. Um, I got to be honest with you. I was really holding out hope that I'd fall in love with this car when I saw it in the metal, and uh, it didn't. It didn't no, speak it didn't well to it. me at all. It didn't do it. You know what? Maybe once they release uh, upper trim levels, it'll change because I feel like yeah. the first. It's it's always like that with anything. This is just my opinion because um, I owned an E ninety BMW for a long time, and I thought it was okay. I mean, I didn't think it was anything revolutionary and stuff like that. A lot of people hated it. I mean, mm-hmm. Top Gear. I remember when Jeremy and uh. Richard talked about it, and they had the cool wall back in the day, oh, and, the cool and they didn't even that. put it on there. I don't, I, I, because I saw the episode recently when they were going through the pictures. Jeremy literally just dropped it on the floor. Oh lord, he didn't even put it on the wall. Disrespectful. Yeah, um, but like for example, even the recent generation. This is obviously the last hurrah for my three series generation. Mm-hmm. So when the F thirty first came out, and we were able to see it, I really liked it that much. You know what I mean? Like we kind of thought that it had lost some of the roundness and uh, some. It looked a little bit too jagged and things of that sort but then when they brought the f80 out Mm -hmm. which is of course the top trim level of the three series line everybody was blown away just the subtlety of it the headlight changes the grille integration which essentially is basically the same from the front but the bumpers the rear the wheel fitment the interior just the entire disposition of the car it gave it a nice it gave it so much more presence and obviously you can only get that if you put out 60 grand you know what i mean it comes with a different engine but i think that there's hope for the jetta um this is the consumer version of things are usually unappealing to people like us that is true and i I hope i hope it gets better uh and again i know we've talked about this before but again it's it's sparked because i'm seeing it in the middle um the one thing that i'll notice is when you step on the lot and you're seeing all of its offerings even everything from the basic golf the Beetle, all the way through the Tiguan, Atlas, Golf R, GTIs, and you come across the Jetta, uh, it looks like it doesn't belong. It looks like somebody rolled in a Toyota Camry into oh. the showroom. I mean, I'm being completely honest with you. It's completely the black sheep of the mm-hmm. Volkswagen family. Uh, and that hurts me to say. Um, we all know my, um, I mean, my love for Volkswagen started when I had my first V-Dub two years ago. I've always enjoyed the cars. I've always liked them from afar, but um, once I finally got into one, that's where I might, I mean, I still think about my Jetta till this day, dog. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's two cars that I think I want to buy back again. Um, when I can like, when I have the money to fully do restorations and like do what I want, mm-hmm. it's a 2014 Volkswagen Jetta, not even the GLI same base model SE that I had because I mean, I would love to find the same VIN number and everything. Mm-hmm. That's how attached I am to this vehicle. And, uh, the 1991 Maxima, uh, yeah. SEL SE I had that, uh, in, in 2007 the only car with the sunroof only car i've ever had with the sunroof <laughs> um but like i, I really want to do i really want to get the maxima and um kind of do like one of those you see you see a lot of people do it with like the late 80s or uh corollas and camrys mm. where they kind of like you know they put some really 
but like some uh like some BBSs stance. or something yeah, yeah. yeah. where it's yeah. just like really meaty and the stuff. smaller the smaller diameter ones yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that looks just really keep it clean keep it real super like oem as if it was 1991 again mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. with a little bit of extra umph to it like um, some like some tasteful street race flair yeah almost. yeah exactly yeah i could see that uh and i those are the two cars that i would um i would do again because it, and personally for me they just had a, a, a special moment for a special uh place in my heart for me oh definitely um so again, yeah, seeing the Jetta, just whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, <laughs> hopefully, I, hopefully, I hope you're right. I hope the R line uh, that I'm sure they'll do will be something special because they're doing an R line for all the vehicles now, mm-hmm. and um, like the uh, Passat, Arteon, Arteon has an R line which is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Passat has an R line which makes the car look great. Which it's funny because they have a they also have a GT version of the Passat, uh, and then. Um, Hopefully we'll we'll get a GLI uh, Jetta at some point. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that that's it for my experience. More <laughs> on that this week. Again, we're going to be test driving some Golf R's, which would be fun. Yeah. Um, we got to make sure to bring my camera along. Yes, yes. They don't know we're doing it for the show. They think I'm trying to buy one, which I might be. I don't know. Oh, nah. game changer. Hot takes. Hey, hot takes, baby. Hot takes or hot cakes. Um. <laughs> keeping in theme with america because that's the theme of this week's episode because no one really cares about the royal wedding uh we're american we <laughs> don't give a crap i'm kidding i'm kidding um new mid-engine corvette has been spotted not only spotted but you can actually hear it because mm. it's rolling da- roaming down the streets and you can actually hear what it sounds like the fire-breathing monstrous yeah Nish. have you been Nish. able have you got an opportunity to I kind of throwing you under the bus here, I think. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pull it up like before the show, but I, I, that's why I had mentioned like, oh, well, since it's mid engine now and it was front engine before, if they're still keeping the uh, LS platform for the, you know, for the motors mm-hmm. themselves or the LT, sorry, jeez, <laughs> LS show, showing your though. age, Murray. Yeah. All right. I've heard that okay. one in a while. Yeah. LS uh, would be cool too. That would be cool. But yeah, I, I mean, I assume if with the uh, layout being different, that'll require entire reworking of the exhaust manifold. It'll be shortening a lot of the headers and things like that. So it'll probably actually tweak it nicely. I think I'd have to hear it in person mm-hmm. to be able to really determine it because since it now sits in front of the rear wheels, everything's different now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sounds it sounds good. Um, still, uh, they were speculating that it's still one of the uh, the V eight in there. Uh, Hopefully, yeah. I, I got to say, I was, um, well, it was nice to hear it. Um, I, I didn't expect anything but greatness from it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I wasn't too blown away by what I heard. Right. Uh, it was nice. But what I was more blown away with, even though in the, it was in the spy camo, I have to say that it looked really cool just rolling down because i did see pictures of it i yeah. didn't hear the clip but i did see pictures yeah. remember that video i sent you where we got to see the um what is it the amg project one like rolling on the screen? oh yeah 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 it was like that obviously a lot more hidden with all the drapery and spy stuff but mm-hmm. it, it was really cool to kind of just see it like going through regular traffic sure and stuff. like it, the shape itself is just it, it's European. really cool yeah, yeah yeah it's so cool to finally say we got something like that here yeah i would i had to put that on my list that'd be the american car that i wouldn't mind you know getting yeah yeah i think so um so when you guys get a chance if you have well i'll put it on twitter uh so you guys can take a listen and uh, uh see a visual to what Cor- uh chevy and corvette chevy is doing with the corvette all right i'm falling asleep right now <laughs> uh sorry um so you get to see that and um, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear what you think about the new mid-engine Corvette. If you have anything bad to say, we don't care. Yeah, we'll just block you. Yep. We'll just block you. Yep. <laughs> um, last but not least. One of your favorite cars of all time. And it's breaking my heart because uh, we're not going to ever see this in America because this is America, of course. Why, why, do, why do they do this? It's kind of like It's kind of like the meme, like, you know, I can't believe you've done this <laughs> when the guy gets hit in the face, like the guy that gets hit in the face, like the the sucker slap. That's America. <laughs> and we're just we're the poor guy with the British accent. You know, I can't believe, you know, it's just really bad. <laughs> it's bad, you know, and there's no reason for us to not have it, especially no. because I can. Well, I can tell you why we don't have well, it. Well, we, we first we got to tell them what car it is. We haven't even told them what the car is. Oh, yeah. OK. Mercedes A45. 
AMG. AMG. <laughs> I can tell you that's why we don't have it. <laughs> that's exactly right. That, that sums it up. That was what I was going to say. That's Those last why we three letters, right? They were just not going to have it. It's bad enough that they've, not bad enough, I'll say good enough, apparently, that they've given us an AMG version of the GLCs and things like that. I want and, those. I don't want that either, actually. I really don't like it that much. No. I also don't really like the the GLA, the GLA, the GLA which looks really bad when you, you, you put an a, a A45 and a GLA45 next to one another, and you just wonder, like, you know, it's kind of like, oh, this looks like a really bad version of somebody that tried to copy the A45 mm-hmm. but make it a little bit bigger. And it's like when they put the AMG packages on them, like the first edition AMGs, which don't look, well, I'll, they, I think they look terrible. Because it's kind of like you you add a, 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 a premium of like five to six grand. You give it matte colored paint. You give it these garishly nasty yellow accent stripes mm-hmm. and big spoilers or like, green. Now they're doing the green a the, lot. The too. green, right? Yeah. Like the the like the acid green. Yeah, color. exactly. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like a hazard. Yeah, like I saw a GLA forty five. I think it was a. You can still get it this way, actually, but it's not called an edition one. I think it's like an AMG Performance Plus package or whatever it is, and they literally give you enough carbon fiber to create your own spaceship on there. Like, they give it neon yellow uh, time attack on the Wii. And it's like, it's it's technically in the same class as a GTI and a Golf R, because since we don't have the A class, this is what it has to compete in. And it's damn near $60,000 for it. The problem I have with the GLA 45 is that, it, it, you know, it could seriously be a good option yeah. for us if it wasn't so damn high. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I mean, it's still very expensive. It's overpriced for what it is. But um, if you look at the last class of the uh, last gen of the A45, um, it looks a lot like the GLA just with the right stance to it. Right. Um, now, I'm a big fan of the A45. I I have even reached out to Mercedes AMG on their Instagram like a fool <laughs> and said, look, I would have this over the GTI or Golf R. Clearly, I would have it over the Golf R because that's mm-hmm. somewhat if it's a competitor. Yes mm-hmm. and not really. But um, it's a beautiful car. And... Um, What's even more impressive about this vehicle is what they have just claimed. What Uh-oh. do you think about these claims here? The, the, the biggest claim is that uh, it's going to have the highest specific output for a production engine in the world. What does that mean? Explain to everyone. Okay. So to put things into perspective, we're going to create a comparison. The McLaren Senna, which is the most capable road-going McLaren in the world, in the history of McLaren's production. So they say. So they say. You know, Yet we, to be unseen. We know how these British companies are. <laughs> um, apparently, this A45 AMG has beaten the McLaren Senna, which puts out, it's a 4-liter it's a V8, right? It puts out about 755 or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. you right. explain. So the AMG... Uh, has a higher output of horsepower per liter than a mid-engined hypercar. 789 horsepower from a V8, you're correct. So 789 from a 4-liter V8. The Mercedes-AMG A45 will put out 400 horsepower from a 2-liter 4-cylinder turbo. Now, to put that into perspective, horsepower per liter, just take the horsepower and divide it by the number of liters, that equates to... 200 horsepower per liter. 200 horsepower per liter. The McLaren Senna just barely falls under that. It doesn't fall under by much. I don't feel like calculating it right now. It, it's saying that it's only 12 brake horsepower better than the A45 and just about the same for the Senna. Right. So the actually, it's pretty far down. The Senna is at 112.714 horsepower per liter. Whoa which is significant. That is approximately 56% less horsepower per liter than wow. the Mercedes. I'm glad we have you on the show. Oh, yeah. I just sometimes... I know I said I wasn't going to do that, but I... <laughs> Brilliantly. <laughs> that happens. Brilliantly done. All the math. Um, but essentially, we have a hatchback that 
we thought the Forward Focus RS was breaking boundaries. We thought the Audi RS3 was breaking boundaries with 2.5 liter four and five cylinder turbos that broke the four, 350 to 400 horsepower mark. And my thing is, with these German companies, they're almost always underrating their cars mm-hmm. because they've got people that like when they say, oh, the uh, AMG, like Mercedes tried to say, oh, the new E63S will get to 60 in uh, 3.4 seconds or 3.5 or something. Car and drivers like, yeah, we got it in 2.9, <laughs> 3.0, 5,000. Why are they being pounds. so modest? But you know what it is, though? I think that they give these – Porsche is another one. Hugely underrated uh, 911s and, and Caymans and stuff like that. Um, I just genuinely feel like the metric system and the way that they I, I think it's intentional for marketing purposes, but I also think that the cars are just that good. Mm-hmm. Like, I really feel like they're that good. Um, but I'm smitten. I, I have to agree with you and say that the A45 is my hatchback of choice because it's taken a long time. And I've I own an I own a hatchback. I am partial to many. But if I'm going to look for something that is able to effectively combine the principles of power, all-wheel drive, luxury, and if money is not an option, again, the money is a huge factor because the A45 does it does trump them all with regard to power, but it trumps some mid-sized sedans <laughs> and entry-level compact sedans with regard to price. Yeah. Um, but it's AMG literally, they just don't care. Like they're literally just making what it is that their heart desires and what they know will sell and what they know, you know, will put everybody Mm -hmm. else to shame. And the styling of it, I pulled it up. I hadn't seen it until before you told me. Um, But that's the most beautiful hatchback I think I've ever seen. Like everything in it just looks done properly. Mm -hmm. And they retain the aesthetic of the old A45 with the extremely short overhang in the back and the almost vertical drop. Oh yeah, you know, in the rear, but it doesn't look like that. It doesn't. It, it doesn't look like it. You know what I mean? But I, this is a fantastic car, man. It's beautifully designed. Uh, one can imagine that it's just as beautifully engineered. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna look at it again. Yeah, it's a. It, and, and the thing is, I thought the A40, the previous gen A45, is a gorgeous car to look at. This is an even. I mean, this looks like a. The uh, GT sixty three sixty yeah that was what we were just that's talking what you about said, right yeah. and then I, once you said that I'm like oh my god this is exactly a mini mm-hmm. and then a mini GT you can even say that <clears throat> performance wise I mean like it's a it's a very attainable GT you know what I mean like for sure oh my gosh yeah I mean that's it's basically a hot rod in a in a hot hatch yeah pack. that's a good point I was gonna say hot rod in a hot hatch backpack hat pat t- you know <laughs> I was gonna like you know fudge up some words start rapping yeah. Uh, but, I, I'd yeah. have this over the uh, RS3, and I love the RS3. Me too. Um, yeah. And it's a shame that, again, I know we've, we've mentioned this before uh, with similar conversations, but we'll never see one. Hope, I mean, hopefully there's something that'll happen down the line, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, what a what a brilliant car, man. Yeah. Uh, and then to, to hear that spec, that little piece of information of how much it's getting per, how much horse, horsepower it's getting per liter uh it's very impressive for sure for very sure impressive. i mean because again i i can't turbochargers are not cheating anymore because they're on everything oh yeah so if people you know you want to pull that card all right you know m5 uh e60 m5 made 500 horsepower from a five liter v10 that's 100 horsepower per liter that's really good mm-hmm. so it's like when you put a turbocharger on something or even any level of forced induction i'm expecting you to push a boundary if you're creating a performance car yeah i do think mclaren could have gotten more if they wanted to out of that motor they basically are sitting at 800 but the thing is is once you divide it into the ratio of liter and displace displacement essentially that's when the disparity is going to show because i mean 789 is pretty close to 800 yeah. you know till yeah. you divide it by four and then you realize you're losing about 75 horsepower per liter to that's, the Mercedes-Benz. And that's, a, and that's a lot. You know what I mean? So I, it's just fantastic. Like, I'm very excited to see. Historically, people have really liked this car, but I'm interested to see what Mercedes is going to do with the drivetrain and working on actually getting that power to the ground without creating, like, an understeering pig. Mm-hmm. Because essentially, these cars have still been front-wheel drive-based primarily. Exactly. Uh, so I'd really like them to do... I'd really like to see, like, a Ford Focus RS-esque-ish system for this car. 
um as, you know what i mean mm-hmm. as far as as far as getting the power down but it'll be great if you bring one here then i'll i'll bring one here too and i'll get rid of it and look i'll even <laughs> i'll even say this man um yeah you don't have to bring the 45 you can even bring the 35 oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah i'll yeah. take a 35 amg because and, and essentially it'll still at that point that's really com- uh, competing with the golf r and mm-hmm. uh i'd have it oh yeah and sure. uh i mean i'd take the a250 yeah, the A class is just—it's <laughs> just—it's yeah. I—I uh, I think I'd have to still get a a thirty five. Oh, I mean, I'd still get an AMG though. If I if I had to have, obviously, I'd have to at the very least thirty five. But right, I would I would I would actually think about having a two fifty if it was available here. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. like if that's all that they had, then it's you not know. an AMG, but it's still putting out numbers that are mostly past the GTI. Mm-hmm. So. You're still getting a better car. I'm getting a better car. More power, yep. Right, so I'm getting more power. If not, it's pretty round, around the same we'll go. We'll go to Mercedes-Benz after we leave Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> we need something to replace that outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So if you are in any of the other, other markets that is not America, and you can have uh, one of three of these amazing A-class vehicles, mm-hmm. uh, A250, specifically the a35 or the a45 amgs please do us a favor and do it oh yeah do it shia labeouf would say do it right you know? say do it. <laughs> just do it man um do great, it great vehicles great vehicles um it's funny because i was looking at the cla 45 uh amg online i've been building one you like that you know i originally didn't mm-hmm. and um I, I didn't like the last gen and then the, what they've done with the facelift I've kind of come around to it. It looks it looks okay. It's um, still to me it's still a pugnacious looking bulldog thing. It is. And um what I like about it though is when you see it in person, it's not as bulbous as it looks in pictures. Yeah. Uh it's kind of like It um, doesn't photograph well. It doesn't. You're right. It absolutely <laughs> doesn't photograph well. It's kind of like uh, I don't know if you've seen the comparison to what people think the pro- how like people don't really know the true size of a Le Mans prototype car. Mm-hmm. They a lot of people think they're a lot bigger when in mm-hmm. fact they're actually the same size as regular regular mm-hmm. cars. Mm-hmm. Um the, the cockpit's just a lot smaller. They just look flat. Right. Wide, you know, and they're all only around each other. They're never in context <laughs> exactly. with a car. Like, a well, actually, car. it's funny because if you watch the IMSA series when they're next to oh the 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 pro when they're on the same track, we're right. on the same track right. of running sure. in tandem. But even then, they still look because mm-hmm. very rarely do you get to see because uh, they're obviously faster. So they're literally flying. They're flying. You'd have so, to catch one in a corner, exactly or like that. And yeah. it's very rare that you see like a Corvette ZR1 or the you know. The 488 kind of roll up on one mm-hmm. so you can get a good scale of it. But mm-hmm. uh, that's how I see the CLA um, okay, in yeah. person. I think it looks a lot better. It's actually much more compact. Obviously, it's, yeah, um, it's small. That's the A3's class. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so it's not it's not big at all, but it does not photograph well. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, I think. Among the least attractive Mercedes Benz, it, even so. though it's still it's still good looking for what it is. It's like you, nobody will look at that. And I don't feel bad making this comparison because it's the same family. But I was just going to say putting an XA AMG GTR or something. Oh, or yeah. Or like a GT63 yeah. or something like that. They're just, they have more of a presence. And that also comes from girth, pause, <laughs> you know, and being larger vehicles. Yes, you know, it's, yes. It's very, very, it's a delicate line that you walk when styling a small car. Right. You have to be careful when doing that because you can't hide anything in there. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So... It's kind of like, you know, you can't get a Fiat wrong or something. <laughs> you, just, you have to get it right. You, you fall on your face or you succeed. Speaking of Fiats, I have seen, so, I've seen and heard more Abarths than I've thought I would ever have in the last month. Mm. Uh, very surprising. I, I just want that just to have. Like, I don't want to use it for anything. I was I pissed just, that it was louder than my car. It's louder than a lot of It's stuff, loud. Man. It doesn't come with factory mufflers. And when I say loud, not in the bad way. It sounds good good it sounds very italian yeah italian literally it's just got a burbling gurgle snarlish sound this is america and we love italian cars italian like like in glorious (laughs) bastards yeah that's right brad pitt when he asked him he's so good in that (laughs) gormally 
we are very tight on time. I have a couple honorable mentions that I will briefly go through. Uh, the Asnum at two lux i don't know if you got to see I've never this heard of that before don't even wait well wait oh, okay. you should watch you should see it because it's hideous basically it's a ram 1500 um is that the company that made the luxury ram yep for okay, three hundred thousand dollars yeah, it very, is hideous very underwhelming very. Hard, hard pass <laughs> hard pass on that one hard pass uh and then tesla model x toes a passenger plane uh, specifically a Boeing 787-9. That's um, pretty cool. Man. Pretty cool. The first uh, EV vehicle to do mm-hmm. it. So that's pretty impressive. It would have to be. <laughs> we need torque from the moon to freaking... <laughs> Jeez. And uh, apart from that, that's really going to wrap the episode for today. Thank you for joining us. Next week, don't forget to give us your favorite... And uh, overall, what you think is the best super SUVs on the market? Because, again, the conversation is, is if this is where we're headed as a vehicle society, an automotive society, where SUVs are going to prevail. Remember, Ford's already axing mm-hmm. all their cars but two. Axing them what? <laughs> axing where the hell are you going? <laughs> and why? Um, so we're really going to be forced to live in this SUV society. Um and that what? may a super SUV may or may not be my next purchase. So I need I need ideas and submissions. Yes, give us ideas so we can get uh, Mister <laughs> the Kid Cullinan Cullinan Kid something. Because uh, I can't end up with one of those. I can't have one of those. I got no organs left to sell, guys. Boy, <laughs> oh man! Send in your submissions through the underscore Apex Instagram, Twitter, or ask Apex Pod at gmail dot com. You can find all my stuff at makeshiftfilms.net. Follow me at the Sean Rosa on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you can find me at Mark Anthony uh, underscore Murray <laughs> uh, on IG, mostly just IG. We've already gone through and bashed how I don't use my Twitter, so I'm nope. not going to plug that ever again. It's disappointing. But it is on my website, uh, <laughs> machinegain-labs.com. Uh, everything is there, and I can be located there. Uh, any questions you have? ask away and rate review subscribe if you haven't already if you have thank you if you have not stop hating bro yes yes and we still have some content on the youtube uh channel uh, makeshift films youtube channel under the through the apex uh playlist if you want to see some interviews that we've done in the flesh uh please do so we're going to be p- testing the golf r's this week i don't think we'll have any true video to mm-hmm. go with it but um who knows, man? We might, I might be able to whip something oh, up. Hey, you know, <laughs> might whip something up. Shame for the kids. Yeah, shame for the little kids. Do it for the kids. You know, Auntie Fee, you seen that them videos before? Nah. Okay. Well, we'll watch them and then we'll report back. Next okay. Time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> apart from that, everybody drive safely and have a great week. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Through the Apex. New episodes available every Tuesday. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Through the underscore Apex.